Sicha on the Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi and indeed a warm welcome to each of our listeners tuned to 91.3 FM on the 17th of Safar 1437, corresponding with the 18th of November. As promised earlier, our Nasiha program this morning focuses on water restriction and the role of the masjid in today's time with Mulana Hasim Qasim, who is in Syria with us, who studied in Medina, Egypt, and in Durban locally, and the Imam at the Siddiqui Masjid in Elsis River, and also the Western Cape Chairperson for Sanzaf. Mulana, assalamu alaikum and a warm welcome. I like the frown on the face this Morning, Molana. <laughs> Welcome, Kato. How are you, Tasha? Alhamdulillah, it's Molana. Alhamdulillah, I'm Correction, I didn't study in Medina in, in, in Egypt, you know? Oh, okay. So this was given to me yeah. this morning. I, so. was, I studied in, in Newcastle. In Newcastle. I'm Molana Kasim Shima, Alhamdulillah. Mashallah, mashallah. Shukran so much, Molana, for that correction. But then also coming back, that, that is why they always say we get to find out things here on radio that we haven't known of ourselves. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> getting to know the unknown here. Molana, we speak about the water restrictions and the role of the masjid within our community. And I think, you know, the two of them goes hand in hand, subhanAllah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Wa ashadu la ilaha illallah wa liyus salihin. Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abadu sayyidul mursaleen. Salawatullahi wa salamuhu wa alayhim ajma'in. Wa ba'd. Adesha, you know, so important topics. We in Cape Town doesn't know what is the route. We studied in Newcastle, which is like northern Natal. And in our study years, I think... Thrice we had drought. Drought as you can only pull the chain of the toilet once a day. You can only take a, a, a shower, uh, 200 boys was, was eight showers, so you can only take a bath once a week. Right? So that is when there is no water. And we can, whatever water we have, you know, uh, Allah made everything from water. It's so important. Yes. And one of the biggest sons is Israf. Israf means to waste. You know, you go to the mud. Once, even if they go, even if they go do, once is follow. Mm-hmm. Thrice is Sunda. The fourth one is waste. The fourth time to wash the body, no do, is waste. So the waste become haram. So when we have in our countries, and, and the purpose and the reason why there is drought, two two reasons. First of all, sons become a parent. Wrong becomes a parent, becomes a, a, a norm in a society. And secondly, people don't pay zakah. So, of to 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 omit drought yes. is to say astaghfirullah a lot, right, and to pay your zakah. There were ulama, and uh, I, can, I can remember the time of Mawlana Qasim, when he had drought in the castle. So it was the sunnah way to go out of the town yes. and they go make salatu istisqa. You know? And then everybody goes with. And the farmers took some of their livestock with. The children also come. Women also come. Young girls also come. Right? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept with Allah's eye of mercy is always there. Allah's sifa of mercy is always there. And part of the dua is, oh Allah, look at these animals. Look at these innocent children. Look at these innocent young girls. Don't punish them through our sins. So part of the, uh, of the drought and, and of water saving is when you make istighfar, then you realize your own faults. 
so you start changing your own faults. Yes. Right? Uh, water is scarce. We, because we have got a lot of rain in, in, in winter, so the Cape Town doesn't actually know what it is to have drought in it. But if you go in town, then you see it. So part of the, 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 the issue is the waste, it becomes haram. Right? And the Quran says that really the, those who waste are the brothers of shaitan. Then they are friends of shaitan. If you have to wash your car, you can, you can use a bucket. Yes. You don't have to use a wash in the water bottle comes there. If you have to do a garden, you can take a bucket also because we, we, we until until we're going to see where we have to go out and make Israel to Istiska, and then we're going to realize what water is. When, when you have it, you don't appreciate it. Like we, we, Allah, we don't appreciate water. Because for us it is normal. We can open a tap and drink Enjoy. water. Yes. Further on in Africa, it's not where people, you must, go, you must buy water. You can't just drink water out of the tap. You must go buy water. We are fortunate, alhamdulillah, and Allah must keep, on, keep our our ability to be to, to have this comfort in Amen. our lives. Otherwise when the comfort goes away, we decide to get into poor. And if you get poor and poor breeds disbelief. You know? Oh so, yeah, I'm in Arab. So the second, second part is to have make sure that we pay zakah. Istighfar Quran says Fakul to stahfiru Rabbakum. Say Astaghfirati Rabb. Right? Inna hu kanakafara. Allah is very forgiving. Allah will send down rain in torrential. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam lived in a desert. He said, I read every day 70 odd times astaghfirullah. So the asked Rasulullah, Allah forgiven your past in the future sense. I say, Allah uhibu anakuna abdan shakura. Wouldn't I love to be a thankful slave? Subhanallah. Even if Allah gives us rain, keep on making istighfar. Yes. Even if we are paying zakah, I'd rather pay in advance, I'd rather pay more. Right? Because it is, it, and the, the, we are thankful for all these ni'amas. It doesn't mean the kramat save us from drought. Wallah is not the truth. You know, it is some of these old people, some of these uh, good people that make istighfar. And those who are paying their zakah, right? And those who are lessening their sins, they are actually causing us not to have drought, not to have the difficulty. And our children in the masjid, they are the ones whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on because they bring the barakah into a, into a community. They bring the hadith of Qudasi. Allah says, لَوْ لَا شُيُّخُ رُكَّعْ وَالْأَتْفَالُ رُبَّعْ وَالْبَحَائِمُ رُطَّعْ لَسَبَبْتُ عَلَيْكُمُ الْعَذَابَ صَبَّعْ If it wasn't for these old people, they were almost walking in ruku. Right? And it was what the children are growing up there. If it was animals, if it wasn't for that, Allah of long time sent his adab. So these are the three people, the three objects that keeps away Allah's wrath. And it brings Allah's mercy. So going to the masjid area. So now, in the masjid, we have these old people. Yes, they're nagging. So what? There's a provocative when they get older because they're nagging. Right? Uh, we get the children who are playing in the masjid. So, so what? What's wrong? It is the time of the provocative to play. Yes. In the hayat of dunya, la'ibun. What is this dunya loving? It is playful. They do not a child. 
doesn't make it for him. Uh, Allah's going to curse him and punish him because he's playing the masjid. Let him play the masjid. Tell us it in Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. And Abi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, used to, the boys used to play, you know, short cup. Where? Masjid Nabawi. In front of, in the places of Nabi. And they are playing and practicing how to play with a sword. So then Aisha used to look up, up behind ourselves back, look over his shoulder to see. I said, it's enough now. He said, no, it's not only one more time. They, they want to see. <laughs> so this was a young girl. Yes. But they were, they were acting to read it, not in the courtyard, not in the backyard of, 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 of Madrasa, at the Masjid. It was inside Masjid Nabawi. And Rasulullah left them. Now imagine if that is so easy. And tell her, Rasulullah could tolerate that. Why can't we? Indeed. Malana, we're going to go first our listeners when we come back. You know, the question is, um, are we utilizing the masjid then to its fullest uh, capacity, Malana? We'll find it after this. Stay tuned. Inshallah. Friday Nasikha on The Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And as you move over to our listeners, tune to 91.3 FM and audio streaming at www.vsfm.co.za. We're privileged to have Malana Hasim Qasim in studio with us speaking about water restriction as well as the role of the masjid in today's time. Malana, um, earlier Malana referred to, you know, the children being in the masjid and the elderly in the masjid as well. And the question that comes about is, um, and, and Malana spoke about the Prophet Sallallahu in the time of the Prophet, what happened in the masjid as well. Are we utilizing the masjid to its fullest capacity to attract the youngsters and the youth to the masjid? You know, it, it is so important that we make our masjid child-friendly. You know, a masjid is not a church. The masjid must have that hum. That hum can be a zikr, it can be a Quran reading, it can be discussion. Now, let, let's take, let's see how did Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa made a masjid. When he came to Adina, he built this masjid in Nabawi. Masjid in Nabawi didn't have a roof on, there was no lights on in the, the masjid. So then Umar and he came to put the lights, the, the roof on, and the terrain is in Umar's time. But Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa had this masjid, and there was children always around Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Therefore, Ibn Masood say, I knew Quran more than anybody else. Because I knew when it came down, why it came down, for what it came down. And he was a child. Anas ibn Malik radiallahu ta'ala were children. And at the time of Islam, they were eight years old, nine years old. Rasulullah gave him advice. Oh my child, Ihfadillah, Ihfadukum. Remember Allah, and Allah will remember you. They're telling a child of eight years old this. That means they were in the masjid. Yes. Here's the sunnah way. He said the, the, the men first, and then the young, the, the boys, and then the, the in-betweeners, and then the women. <laughs> right? But if a child, how do we know a child is mukallaf? We just see him. But we're pushing him away, actually. Nowadays, you have him against the wall. He's quite quiet there. My son also went to go to masjid. And the masjid is supposed to be the focal point of the community, where I have hope. If I go there, I will, 
whatever I go with. And at times, people just want to sit down in Masjid and have this free mind. I say, how are you busy? And everything is right. It comes to Masjid, there will be tranquility. And that good doesn't mean quietness. Good, he could go to his own, he close his door also. But it comes to that Masjid where Allah's mercy and Allah's tranquility and Allah's sakina comes down on. Where a person comes in there, I want to sit and I want to, re- I want to make muraqaba, meditate about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he see the masjid. We have not taken masjid serious. We only see that the committee is gone up and the committee is this and the committee is that. But I always, this is my own interpretation of masjid. And a community is as strong as the leader is strong. And as an imam, I'm saying that with bold words. People wants that the, the imam must be available. And people also respect you not available at times. Yes. Where we, I, I, I have consultation hours. You come to me, but particular things for Wednesdays, that time I have my hours, I see to you. Classes must go on. Because if you have that part where people can come in, and it's an open door policy, and it's a friendly policy, and everything goes right. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, at the time of, uh, has done, he's run his whole parliament from Masjid Nabawi. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala mm. was the greatest leader after Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the West will put it as a dark years. We will say it as a golden years of Islam. Golden years of Islam. Ran a whole parliament from the Masjid, which is Masjid Nabawi. So much was on the world. Umar was so busy. He had to tell you, he had to appoint somebody to remind him when it's a lot of time. Uh, remind me. Right. You know, come beforehand, come remind me that I'm uh, it's a lot of time now. He conquered 40 countries in his time. He conquered the continents in his time. From where? From the who can to see him? Everybody can to see him by the masjid. Right? And so in the beginning, was the first Umar, so now we call him back. Even the enemies who come back to Sayyidina Umar because they knew that this leader is right. This leader is trying his best. Even we came to the, by, 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 by Hukuk, uh, in a hudud, a punishment of the, uh, the, 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 the judiciary, Sayyidina Umar is to be leading, put him, everybody at the place where to do things in the masjid of Nabawi. So that is masjid. It's, we as Muslims uh, must learn this part. How do I get involved in the masjid? Don't leave it for the committee. Because with the committee, Allah only reward them. Allah yeah. don't reward me. Right? Remember, it's Allah's house. So Allah will choose His own servants. So if you're not chosen, so it means Allah don't want you to do work for his masjid, for his house. If you don't get involved, you will not you, you, you will understand you will not see that I have lost an opportunity in my lifetime to be a servant of the Lord of all the Lords. <laughs> I always I, maybe we yes. do AGMs, which I tell people, you you you're not declining that position. Allah don't want you there. And you're not resigning, Allah has sacked you because you're not good enough to run his house. At the time Allah takes the person has got the least knowledge. 
Watch your heart is there. Subhanallah. His, his ideas of looking, my Allah's house, the lights must burn every day. My Allah's house, the yes, water must run every day. My Allah's house must be clean every day. And many a times, nine out of ten, it is people with the least of knowledge. Right? Not because they Allah for Barakni. Allah has chosen them. Allah has chosen them because it's for Allah's house. Now, if it is not, we've seen the Christians, and they have a good example, and I think we can learn by it. They have teams of groups of ladies that cleans uh, this week, and the other group cleans next week. Now, a mother, a mother is the chair lady that makes sure that the church is clean. In their mind, the church is the house of God. It is a holy place. And I think we should learn that. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there was a dark complex lady and they used to clean Masjid al-Nabawi. Not a caretaker. There was a dark complex lady cleaning Masjid al-Nabawi. So when she died, Sahaba buried her. And the master they asked, where is the lady? She passed away yesterday. And what did you tell me? She said, it was midday, it was hot, we, we didn't want to disturb you. This Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went to her cover and made salatul janaza on this lady. What was her quality? What did she do? She cleaned the masjid. We take as the caretaker as the lowest of it. You think the caretaker people to clean the masjid as the low person, as if he's cleaning the toilets. But it's the toilets of the house of Allah. It's the wudu area of the house of Allah. And we might wear a school and a man of a fro. That's what I was, man. Right? So why can't I, out of my own coat, with my own handy handy, and with my own stuff, and just clean the one tip area? Stop complaining. They will do area stink. They will, this area stink. You didn't clean it. And don't tell me we're paying somebody. Because you, you're not paying the person. Your tenant will give a, a month, can't pay the person. But this lady got Janna because she was cleaning the Mazda Nabawi. Sayyidina Ibrahim al-Salam, great, great grandfather, the Khurat Manir, from Ali Ambiya. What was his task? What did Allah command him? Clean my house. For who? For those who make tawaf and those who make rukus and to my place. So if we didn't do it yet, and Allah takes us away tomorrow, we will go to Allah without this one action. Malan, on that note, we need to go for um, our ads, inshallah, to our listeners. I think we should all take heed, inshallah, and take some advice from Malana this morning, inshallah. Stay tuned. <laughs> Friday Nasikha on The Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum and indeed a warm welcome to our Friday Nasikha focusing on the water restriction and also the role of the masjid in uh, today's um, time inshallah what Malana Asim Qasim Malana has mentioned such great examples and uh, Malana we're looking at though it's uh, Malana speaks of the Prophet Sallallahu his lifestyle and that of the Sahaba we also know that lots of that can be implemented in today's time still you know the Sallallahu Sallallahu can teach us and, and if we love him that's what he has implemented in his life 
and, and encourage his ummah. We can't say, and I've Rasulullah, and I do oh, all the things contrary to what he has done. Two things Rasulullah said, you know, who said, ever put light in a masjid, Allah will put light in his cover. Who said, ever put light in a masjid. So, I'm, 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 I'm a electrician, but yes. I can pay, I can buy 10 units, man. If I don't say, I only get sasa money. From the sasa, make one lie, and they said, to said, Aisha, the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and if you give one Allah give back tenfold ni ten ni tenfold so if you get the sasa money also which is little but if you want to increase it gambling won't increase it you lose it but if I invest it in many of the messages what was now this meter so I just buy back ten of them don't buy a hundred it's too much for you you only give on your own capacity. But do something. Don't do nothing. Because if you do nothing, it means Allah didn't give me hidayah yet to do something for his house. That because we do it. Allah guide on the straight path. This is the straight path. He says, whoever made his magic smells nice, Allah will make his cover smell nice. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala again. Good leader, brilliant leader. He's appointed somebody in his tab of Khilafat to burn Luban in the masjid every day. That was a paid person, but Omar paid from his money. So, we will have all this, the masjid stunk, like a lekkani. So, if we're so clever, then you buy your air freshener and spend it in the, in the masjid. Or burn Luban. Reward, yes. right? Maybe ten years later, when you die, somebody will say, you know, my Allah rewarded person. We made the masjid smell nice, so I will do the same thing. And our masjid, Alhamdulillah, we 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 don't we don't burn cheap luban. We buy expensive luban because Allah's house. We make sure we ever go for Hajj, go buy for that type of luban, and every night we will burn it. It's not it's not something to keep yourself nice, or this was the action of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If you walk in a tawaf, after Maghrib, again, whoever goes to Tawaf, to, 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 to Umrah or Hajj, after Maghrib, in the Haram, people are burning Luban. The Oud, they were, were burning the Masjid. Ne? Where did they come from? So the Saudi, uh, Saudi uh, practice, as a practice of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala, mm. no? of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So why come we to deny our Masjid? If we can't afford wood, buy burn something nice. Let somebody comes in and have this nice aroma, nice things, and it, it makes us Allah with contentment. He might even say, "May Allah reward this person. Let's put this nice things in the masjid." You know, again, I'll tell you, we, we, we need to love up everybody else. The Christian people, every Sunday, they fresh flowers in the church, and you can make them out, and you can say, "Wow, they believe in everything." But if they have respect for their place of worship, we will fight in the masjid. Yeah. I will raise my voice in the masjid. There is one ayah in the Quran that says, وَمَن يُعَظِّمْ شَعَائِرَ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّهَا مِنْ تَقْوَى الْقُلُوبِ Whosoever respect Allah's mashair, in the masjid part of Allah's mashair, فَإِنَّهَا مِنْ تَقْوَى It shows the taqwa of the heart. We quick to have a debate in the masjid and raise our voices and have this and everything wrong. 
said, respect to the masjid. We will criticize everybody in the masjid, and the AGMs is the worst time where Muslims disgrace other Muslims. And I have a photo of your hotel in the AGM. Where is the AGM? In the, in the masjid. masjid. So what I'm doing, I'm insulting Allah's slaves in front of Allah, in Allah's house. The same people that they are criticizing and are disgracing and washing his face for him is the one that will be able to take the courage and say, I will see to Allah's house. You had no courage, man. I had no courage because I said an offense. Hey, watch for Allah. Huh? I just watch you. There was something a Christian priest said one day. He said, critics never build anything. Critics never build anything. They only criticize what somebody else build. So what do you think to do Allah? The time of Allah is going to ask you, you have seen the masjid go backwards. You have seen there's nobody coming to, to, to the khatam of the masjid and to this program. What have you done? You have seen people became Christian, people became murtad. What have you done? That same committee guy, yes. that has no souls, is corrupt us, and also uwa. He can say, Ya Allah, I couldn't do anything, but I kept the doors of the masjid open. What can me and you say? What excuse do we have by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? But the masjid's windows were dirty. What excuse do we have by Allah the day of Qiyamah? And when I saw it dirty, I spoke about it, I didn't Maintain clean it. It, it cost you one nut, nut lape, man. <laughs> Fear it off. Take Allah says. It will become empowerment. Whatever you do, your children or somebody else will see it. And somebody else after your death will look after it. You know, I've, I look at myself. And today, well, unfortunately, the Imam there in the other way, you know. So I look at those predecessors. And I look at Imam Talabuddin Talab, Rahimahullah, Allah Yarhamu. I look at Mawlana Qasim Badurun, Allah Yarhamu. They allowed us, naughty children, playing in the masjid, man. They tell me, but don't have. My father always said that. You know, because you were children. So you, you have this, this, uh, all this energy in you and running the masjid. And they allowed us. Today, I can say with proud, proudness, uh, my masjid also allowed the children, you know. And now and then I also get a, a snooker board and I play there by the, play by the masjid there. Yes. And they stay there. And then we have a, a, a soccer game there and stay by the masjid there. And so many times they play outside, and I come John and Peter, Ukho Asar Mark, because they are Now I'll tell you today. Sadiqi Masjid had a school before, but it was a school for Muslims alone. There's so many non Muslims that were there at Sadiqi school. And today, many of them became Muslim, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. And many of them still speak about Siddiqui's time, where they were able to see how the Imam get on the mimbar. How many a times? Now we have, uh, we, we try to, to show people. We have open masjid so people to show. And otherwise, we make this a CC, you know, close cooperation. Close cooperation. Only for us. Masjid is only for us. Masjid. The house of Allah. 
And if we can have that ability to respect it and to see to it, oh, Allah always keep me or give me hidayah that I was, I'm always connected to the masjid. Now let me tell you a hadith of sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I see, if you see a person frequently the masjid, Nabi Salaam say, if you see a person frequently going to masjid, bear witness of his iman. Vice versa, yes. you'll be the judge. If vice versa, you give the answer yourself also. If this is, if this is a sign of this iman, then what is a sign if, if we don't do it? No, this is how we should love the masjid. One of the people that will be under the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that the shade of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, day of Qiyamah, when there will be no, sh- will be no shade, where there will be just heat, and people will be sitting in their sweat, till their ankles, till their knees, till their waist, till their mouth will be sitting in the sweat, day of Qiyamah, when the sun will be so near. Now one of the people that is near to the near to Allah subhanahu arsh, sitting in the city of Allah subhanahu arsh, be that man, Rajalun Kalbuhu Mutalukumil Majid, a person whose heart is attached to the masjid. Attached how? I come and I go, I come and I go. Or I pay the lights. Or I contribute to the lights. Or I contribute to the cleaning. Or whatever you your heart must be connected to the masjid because that is the focal point of the community. Your heart is connected. Allah save us. Because then I might stand in the sun the day of Qiyamah. But if I can only have, you know, there's some people, you know, in the masjid. You know, if you look at, uh, if you speak about any masjid, man, there's always one person who's always stand out. Priest on masjid, I still remember, uh, Buddha Kuba. You know, mm-hmm. you have the Maghulud masjid, uh, Master Nata. Uh, that masjid, Master Gul. Somebody that had a connection to the masjid till they died. They didn't leave because I was normal chairman, so yes. I left me. Wa'abud rabbaka hatta ya'tiya kal yakin. Do the good things and ibadat until death come. And when we're young, we have all the ability. We have the money, because I pay, I'm getting a salary now. Yes. I make my stop order to the masjid. I do, I make sure every month, because I get the pension age and I can't give anymore. But when I can still give, I make it a point I give. When I can still clean the masjid, just, you don't do it every day, man. Do it once a week, once a month, out of your pride. Nobody has to see. Imagine if the Sallallahu Alaihi used to go make salat to Janaza and this lady, because he wasn't there, but he was an Aza. That means it's Jannah. So imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send Malaika to go make Salat of Janazah when they make my Janazah. Also get Jannah. But we must take something with. You know, Mawlana Qasim Sima Rahimahullah ta'ala anu is always, you know, in his last days, or last years, she used to say, you know, that me, Qasim Sima, is leaving behind a legacy of a Daru Ulum. Yes. Because in Cape Town, every, every, everybody was like from Newcastle. Right? And then you ask, and they say, do you know, Ashun Kasim, what is your legacy? What are you leaving behind? Yes. So I'm saying to all of us, that's for me, a word of Allah Kasim, Sima Rahimahullah Ta'ala, I know, Allah grant him Jannatul Fatos. Amen. 
ist, ich will put a legacy down. Me and you put a person, also leave a legacy. People alive, to, you know, the other day, Sheikh Salih Abad, Nawar Allahu Marqadahu, Allah, but no religious Quran, Sheikh, let the legacy of Quran. Because his class is only Quran. Sheikh, I'm still alive, writing, it's a legacy. What are me and you doing? We can speak about them. There is a ummah tilka ummah tumtada khalat. There is a ummah, they, they have done their part. They Allah rewarded for their good sins. But we can speak about it only. And Allah reward them more. Amen. And about us, about me, what I'm leaving behind, what you're leaving behind. So if I can only be, say myself, I can, I'm working so I can go an hour spent for the masjid. I, a day to return to the masjid. I thought it was so, so many people are good in, 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 in IT so to do the IT of the budget. If you can't do it, if you didn't do it yet, that means Allah didn't want your service yet. Maulana, on that note, there's one that says, Salams, Maulana, and Aisha Jumau Barak to the entire Ummah. Rabbi Lavaj Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and says, Jumau Barak, it's so blessed with um, some of the most amazing people and thank you for being part of our journey. And then um, one that I need to read here because it says, You and Aisha didn't read my message yet. This one says, um, Salamat Sante Aisha and Maulana Sim Qasim, Jumau Barak, and comes from Suleiman Davis of Elsis River. And uh, indeed, um, saving. Uh, the saving of water is important because it's a gift from Allah, it says here. Yeah. And if each member of the community can help assist with the masjid in their particular area by just cleaning the masjid and taking of the masjid, you will be rewarded by Allah, inshallah. That comes from, um, I think, the same person here that is uh, Suleiman Davids. Well, and on that note, we go for ads, inshallah. Stay tuned, listeners. <laughs> Friday Nasikha on The Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum and indeed once again a warm welcome to our Nasiha program this morning um, where we focus on water restriction and the role of the masjid in today's um, time and Malana Asim Qasim giving such an amazing overview of what it is that how we, not just what the masjid, you know the importance and the role of the masjid but the role that we can play in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Aisha, you know, if a person have this intention of being connected to the masjid, because it will, it will be ultimately our aim. Yes. And I don't have to be an executive member or a this member. I can be the normal person. Like we said, the, the simple lady cleaning the masjid, yes. Allah granted the Jannah. The simple person looking out of the masjid. And if you look at our ta'alluq on our connection with the masjid, must be what can I do for the masjid first before I expect what the masjid must do for me. Which masjid is the building. Yes. What, the, what I can do for it. Because at the end of the day, this masjid will be a shahid, a witness. The day of Qiyamah, that this person, Aisha, has done this to the masjid. You know, I have a lady in, in my area, and the Khairu Manuel. For every maulud in it, she puts the most beautiful b- b- flowers in it. Yes, and everybody right. knows about it. They know the khayr khan ansat. Allah grant her. You know, khayr baraka. Allah swat and mu'as. But it's a, a simple thing. It's just putting, and everybody, when you see the flowers in the margin, everybody, mashallah, nice problem. Mashallah doesn't mean, okay, they, they praise you, but they do offer you. Yes. 
you know, somebody might say, you know, Allah must have problem, you know, because it's always there. And it's a simple thing. And everybody, our family gets involved in putting the flowers. And I'm not trying to praise the person. I'm just saying the action is done. You know, and we had people in the, in the community, in the community, Wallahi, believe me with this. If we don't look after Allah's masjid, Allah brings somebody else. We're not irreplaceable. Indeed. You show me a masjid where, where there's no water. If you don't pay for it, Allah puts it in Allah's house. Ultimately, Allah, Allah is responsible for, for his own masjid, for his own house. Yes. We only the tools. And if rather Allah chooses me and Allah uses my khidmah, then Allah ignores me. Allah ignored me and not giving that, that hidayah that means I am nothing worth without Allah's hidayah and if we do it they tell me to read yourself Alhamdulillah hadana lihada wa ma kunna an hadanallah when you do it do it Allah to, to, to reward you you say thank you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by giving you the hidayah because without the hidayah you do be like, like anybody else outside and I'm just criticizing, sitting on the fence, and see when are they going to paint the masjid? When are they going to clean this? Yes. When are they going to do? Plus, dear to yourself, when are they going to do it? So, when is Allah going to give some asidaya? Not for me. Yes. That, 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 that is the weird part. Where I am out of the equation when it comes to doing something for Allah's house. You know, the Aisha, at the times it was. The layman looking after Allah's house. Yes. Our professionals, you know, we, 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 we think I give a hundred and everything is, in, is it's okay. But that person gives his hundred hours for the year. <laughs> Do you think in Allah is service. so unfair? Allah will give that man and put his hours in. And every masjid has got a need. And now whether everything is changing and we're moving to the next, uh, next millennium. So where can I fit in? Oh Allah guide me to fit in here. Oh Allah grant me hidayah that I can be part of it. Because being part of this, I am part of those who are standing in the shade of Allah's other day of Qiyamah. I can't come make salah. Salah is a must. When I, I don't see a paper, I don't pick up a paper even. I can't make salah the whole time. I'm coming in and out, yes. but I don't even open the window. And then we clean the window. You know that window is open, uh, you can see through it. Yes. When the window is broken, uh, it can harm somebody with the wind coming in, the draft coming in. But if I put the glass in, I can save somebody from a draft. I can save somebody from, from, from getting cold. Because that is, that is doing something for humanity. Something for Allah. In Tansurullah. If you yap Allah's deen, if you yap the Masha'irullah, yansurukum, Allah will yap you. They don't only help you, but you submit Allah will keep you firm in it. And Allah will forgive you. By putting in a window, a plane, a pane, a window pane, put that in, man. It's dirty, I wipe it with my hand. I might, might, might take my own top and wipe something. The magic is clean. And when it is clean, I'm doing the act of Sayyidina Ibrahim. Like he has done Hajj, I've done. We only see him Rabbi Ibrahim is doing the Hajj. We don't see him as the one that's with his son cleaning the masjid. You know, our masjid. And we take pride in it, you know. Alhamdulillah. Before Eid, before Ramadan, we make groups. This okay, take Yes. We take groups. We don't get money for it. Doing the masjid. 
So some will do the yard, some will do the toilets, some will do the to- the area, some will do the carpets, some will do the mihrab and the mimbar. And everybody running to say, that is my task. And cleaning the toilets isn't a low job. Cleaning the wudu area isn't a low job. Because that makes Allah makbul or mardud. Indeed. So if we can do that, do something. Take pride in it. Because if you take pride in Allah's house, Allah will put the barakah in your house. Amen, inshallah. <laughs> if you build it, I can make a build a masjid. Yes. And I, I can't build a masjid, but I own the whole masjid. But I can put part of it. Man bana masjidan, bana Allahu baitan fil jannah. Whoever build a masjid in this dunya, Allah, Allah will build for him a, a house in jannah. And Allah's houses is not like ours, you know. There's no limitation into how much we be parking area and how much we must be praying area. Allah's jannah, which Allah's house, which Allah built for us, has got no limits. Like His wealth and His malakut, has got no limits. The house has got no limits because Allah gave it to who? Those who have looked after His house. Amen, inshallah. Well, now just before we go first, this one says, always a pleasure listening to Maulana's passionate narrative, resulting in wanting um, us to do shukran to Maulana for inspiring us, alhamdulillah. And then there's another one that says here, um, Asalaamu Alaikum, um, Aisha and Imam Jumma Mubarak to all. May Allah grant us uh, to always give towards the Masjid. Amin. Can Imam give me the dalil on um, you and your wealth belong to your father, Min Fadlik? <laughs> In the Mishkat Sharif, in the Mishkat Kitab, uh, I think I think I under correction. I think it is under the um, the chapter of Birul Walidain, you know, under uh, being good to parents. It is in Mishkat Sharif that the Hadith, and it's a, it's a much longer Hadith. That Hadith is much longer. It started by a person complaining to Rabbi about his father taking from his wealth without permission. permission. And this man wrote a long poem, and he tell him how he brought the child up, and giving all his, putting all his effort into the child, and everything, and this man was actually crying. And this child reported him to Abu Salam, was lying to, to summon him to, 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 to the Masjid Nabawi to ask about it. And he said, you know that, I've always thought, whatever I invest in you, one day you will look at me. But he's the last one he said, he said the last one they said, you know, you treated me so harshly. And even it seems as if you have brought me up and not me brought me bringing you up. And you could have been, even if you didn't want to be a son to me, rather be a neighbor to me because a neighbor will feel a pity for, for, for his next neighbor. <laughs> and they said, Rabbi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam cried so much. You know, and he pulled this child by his collar. I say, it's abundant, out of my sight. Anta wa malukali abika, you and your wealth belongs to your father. So it is not a, a made up hadith, it is a hadith of Mishkat uh, about this, what Rasulullah told the person, that you and your wealth belongs to your father. Subhanallah, shukran so much, Maulana. And we have that answers the question. We go for us and we'll be back. Stay tuned. <laughs> Friday Nasikha on The Voice of the Cape. 
Assalamu alaikum and indeed a warm welcome once again to our Nasiha program um, towards our conclusion and we have Molana Hasim Qasim in studio with us speaking about the role of the masjid as well as the water restriction but Molana we have spe- spent a lot of time you know speaking about the masjid which is so important subhanallah and what we can do to earn you know Allah's um, reward um, in the akhirah you know, Aisha, if you don't do it for yourself do it as the Ithalis Awab for your parents because it's to them that you do the year. <laughs> they David. gave you education. They gave you your madrasa. Yes. And they did everything for you. So if you don't want to do it for yourself, for your own akhirah, do it at least for your parents. Our Allah, if I'm going to do this for the masjid, it's on behalf of my parents. Our Allah, if I'm going to give this to the masjid, it's on behalf of my parents. Wallahi, whatever you seed and you put in the ground, yes. the planet come out or be your children will do that for you. Be good to your parents. They're not here today. Or they are still alive even. Yes. Make that intention for them. Your kids will do it for you. <laughs> so, it was, some people, the whole family from just that time till now, there's some somebody just flow through where there is perhaps a great great father did good intention and he may do our perhaps or Allah keep this in my family and Allah has given us a diet to do it. So if it wasn't my family before let me do it then. Let me start it. Because Adalu Allah kafa'ilihi, the one that initiates the good thing. Allah will reward him for those who do it after when he's not even there anymore. Allah will reward him as if he is doing it. So if we we have to be may Allah make our hearts attached to the masjid. Amen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us hidayah and always do and respect the masjid. If I do nothing for the masjid, yes. at least respect the masjid. It's Allah's house, as a sacred place. And if I don't if I can't give, get involved in it. And if I can't get involved because I'm so busy. Encourage others to get involved in it. Because at least I do something in positivity. Indeed. Right? And if I can't get in, if I can't encourage somebody, at least make dua for them who was doing it. And make dua, Allah must give us that same passion towards the house of Allah as Allah has given them. Allah must give us hidayah, or Allah will give hidayah my progeny to do what they are doing. For those who are imam in the masjid, Nobody will ever say thank you. But we're doing it. La nuridu minkum wala shukura. We're doing this without expecting any reward in any gratitude. Inna Allah shakirun alim. Remember, Allah is always grateful and Allah knows what you are doing. That is the consolation for the committee members. For the imams and for those who are doing good to the budget, mm. that your reward is only by Allah. Amen. Your gratitude, the day of Qiyamah. The day of Qiyamah, when you see the reward Allah has kept for those who are grateful to the budget, who do something for the budget, who give something to the budget, you will say, Oh Allah, why didn't you allow me to give all my wealth for, for, for Allah's house? But Allah gives daya, whom Allah wants. Yahdi mayyasha. Allah guide what Allah wants. Allah keep us at this path of looking after His house. Amen. Allah give us hidayah that even part of the masjid also, and we don't waste masjid water. 
because it's wakaf water. We don't waste masjid light because it's wakaf. We don't waste anything of the masjid because it belongs to Allah. So if we can have that, Allah must guide us, Amen. keep us on the straight path, keep us amongst those who always do good for somebody else. We are akhir da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. On point, subhanallah, big shukran, inshallah, najmah wa Maulana and the congregation, inshallah, of the Siddiqui Majid. Maulana so proudly speaks of this morning, alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We cross over to the new studio, stay tuned. Friday Nasikha on The Voice of the Cape.